Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I don't know if you guys watch Naked and Afraid. One of the contestants got a tick. No! On something that rhymes with tick. According to this article, ticks absolutely love genitals. Uh, you yes. and me both ticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave and Mahoney. I get in the hospital. She's like, the left side of your face isn't working, so it's most likely Bell's palsy. I'm only talking out of one side of my mouth right now. And you're wearing your eye patch. I signed up for, like, really good long-term disability. Yeah. And now I got to come into work still because I still could talk. <laughs> I, like, if I couldn't talk, I'd be cashing these checks. Not having to work. Be great. Okay, he still has the this iPad. Is so an iPad man. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. What is Blue Chew? That's a bootleg Viagra. Oh, no, is it? Why, why are you getting targeted for Blue Chew? I note that Dave and I are not getting targeted for those. Because so. mm-hmm. no. you guys aren't having sex. Yeah. <laughs> of course we're not. I'm married. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, this is weird. Uh, It's an unsettling trend, and that's, I think, the right word for it, because there's thieves that are cutting the tails off of horses in Colorado. What? Oh, yeah. hell no. So, it's the tail hair, right? Not the but actual still. tails. But yeah, it's still just such uh, a weird thing. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, that's way less of a gasp coming from me, because it's just the hair. But I mean, now we got bald-headed looking crazy horses out here. I would just be real surprised if I'm a farmer that obviously has a lot of shotguns, and I were to walk outside and somebody's just like cut off all the hair. You can see those horses' butt cheeks now. Yeah, and other stuff. Oh, my gosh. And they use those tails to swat away flies. Oh. You can take that away from them. Nah, man, this ain't right. This ain't right at all. It's uh, it's well known in the horse community that people do this to sell the tails on the black market, but Megan Morrison, who's a competitive rider, was devastated to discover that a large part of her horse's, uh, her five-year-old horse, Eleanor's tail, was cut off overnight. Uh, Eight inches stolen to the facility over the same week um, off of a whole bunch of different horses. So it could take years for these horses to see their tails return to normal. I didn't know this, but like horse tails can be used to make things like crafts and jewelry and violin bows and what? Wigs. And and wigs? Wigs. Horses, tails as wigs? Mm -hmm. I mean, I... Horse hair. Kind of want, I kind of want a horse wig now. I didn't know that. Well, you're probably going to get ill-gotten horsehair, Dave. Uh, you know you what? Nah, man. Don't don't support this. Uh, some good news today as well. Uh, the world, you guys, is saved. Obviously, you know, the political climate has been rather tense recently. Um, and, you know, we have... It's hard for everyone to agree on any single politician. Uh, it just seems like if, you know, you give people a choice between a particular politician and a, a kick in the nuts, like, it's still going to be 50-50. Yeah, yeah, um, but the 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 finally, I think we can all agree on this politician. What do we got? Who? Tan mom is uh, is throwing her hat into the ring to become a U.S. senator in, in what state? Oh, in of course. Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> tan, mom. tan mom. She's not Oof. even tan anymore. I know. How can I you know. be tan mom? You're not even tan. Also, I don't like to vote for people who can't make proper decisions for their for themselves. Once upon a time, you were tanning yourself so much you looked like a leather couch. No. No. So Tan Mom, I think, kind of rose to national fame probably from all the time she spent on Howard Stern's show back in the day uh-huh. and then became kind of like a uh, pop culture figure. And she has gotten off of the uh, of the, the tan and sauce, if you will. But uh, she still looks rather disheveled. So um, so good luck to Tan Mom. But, yeah, she's, uh, she's launching a campaign to replace Senator Rick Scott, and uh, she's running as a Republican in, in Florida. So, you know, if you want to get out there and, and vote for Tan Mom, you have an opportunity now if you live in Florida. 
your dreams are finally coming true. All of our dreams are. Yes. Imagine what those political signs look like. Very very tan. (laughs) Very, very tan. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we talk about the hierarchy of things that I would never do. Being a nudist has got to be pretty high up on that list. I mean, I know that I would be well accepted into the nudist community because I look terrible naked, and that's kind of a prerequisite for being a nudist. You but, wouldn't let that thing thing? Uh, that just, just, you know what? I enjoy clothes. Not all of the time. You yeah, know? you do sleep in jeans. I sleep in jeans and work boots, you know, just in case. Got to be ready. You tuck your shoes into bed with you. <laughs> yeah, I tuck my, my jeans into my socks that are then in my boots just in case. Got to stay ready. Got to be ready at all times. Um, no, but I mean, the, the idea of just having your junk out all the time, it just seems like, I don't know, bad things could potentially happen. Man, the, the elements out there. Sand fleas, man. They like, exist you, you, you on the beach. You on the concrete. Well, we were just talking about that guy on Naked and Afraid who was out there laying around naked and a tick got on his thang thang. And next thing you know, <laughs> yeah. he had to have like one of his co-buddies out there. There's also out there naked. Pull it off for him, which ah. is... That's yeah. friendship. <laughs> it's like, hang on. So we got a girl here, and she ain't going to do it for me. It's got to nope. be, be the dude. It's got to be Randy. Okay, great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you know, so, again, nudity not for me. Uh, Otter, you're kind of looking at me weird. Would you ever go to Never. a nude beach? Absolutely not. Never. So I've been, I would, I, I would, I would no, in Europe. I'm too prude. So in Europe, you'd go to a nude Europe. beach. Because I've, I've been to a beach in Europe, and being topless is a totally normal thing. And I will tell you, this was like this cool little semi-private beach in Greece and there was extremely good-looking women who had their tops off and it was a totally normal thing and I had my sunglasses on and I did not hate it. But uh, when you when you talk about nude beaches, it's normally people that you don't really want to see American nude beaches, they look like me. So this one is actually over in Europe. It's in Spain. And they've launched a campaign to keep nudist beaches naked because they're saying that they have been made very uncomfortable by all these dang tourists that keep showing up yep. with the clothes on. Yep, you got to be nude, get up on this beach. I'm mad at that. Like, hey, you want to come out here and see some boobs? You better take your pants off. They're saying they, they feel that they're alleging that there, there's discrimination that nudists face on the beaches. I believe it. Of Spain, and they, they want none of it. So now they are suing to keep clothed people off the beach. That's their one place that they get. Give it. Give it to them. And clothe these are coming in, taking over. That ain't right. That's not right. That ain't right at all. They get one little spot. The Federation leader, which is funny that he calls himself that, said before people would arrive at a nude beach and either leave or strip down, now they stay and keep their swimsuit on. But what they don't realize is that a lot of them, they end up making us uncomfortable. It's a lack of respect. What kind of reverse psychology is this nonsense where you're sitting there with your dingle dangle out and you're acting like you're all offended and uncomfortable because somebody is wearing a, a banana hammock. Dave, they are not going to where the, the clothies are and getting nude. The clothies are coming there. They're invading their territory. I, You know, so like you, you had one safe space. Pro, pro nudist over here. Well, I mean, in this instance, because again, they don't, you don't, if you want to be able to lay out naked and there is a specific spot for you to do that, they only get that one spot. I feel like be, everybody them. being nude keeps less creeps there. Well, that's see, that's my problem. I'm pro creep, so like I want to show up with my dark sunglasses on and just take in the view, but I don't want my dingle dangle out. Okay, oh, Dave, you're gonna what? get arrested. You gotta pay. To, if you're gonna, <laughs> you gotta pay to play. You gotta go in there. Dingle dangle's gotta come out. Then your dingle's gotta dangle. Oh boy, that's my problem. It doesn't dangle enough for a dingle. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. Yeah! 
Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Are bumper stickers, you know, like, still a thing? They always seem, like, really dumb to me because the minute you put on that $8 co-exit sticker, your card depreciates by, like, five grand. Message deleted. Co-exit. It's it's (laughs) coexist, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) She's just been thinking that... Do you I know coexist the whole time? Do you know the drama behind the coexist bumper sticker? There? There's drama behind the coexist oh, there's bumper sticker. All sticker's? sorts. What do you uh, mean? Drama behind because that. everyone's not represented or something. No, because no. the there was somebody who ended up coming up with it. Yeah. Like I forget the artist, and then there was like some students in Indiana that ended up like uh, copywriting it somehow. Oh, okay. And then so they ended up suing the guy who actually ended up creating it. It's a whole bunch of really like all. I mean, the you know all this drama, all this legal stuff that's going on behind this you know supposedly good feeling inclusive, everyone can live together type of thing. I it's saw like, a coexist yeah. sticker with a bunch of guns on it. The oh, other the one day. in the AK is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> I yeah. was like, that's a way to take it. I mean, so if you met some, let's say you're single right and you meet somebody that you think is just fantastic and you you're, the, the relationship's budding uh-huh. and you invite them over to your house for the first time yeah and they pull up and their car has got like 30 bumper stickers on it uh-huh is that a deal breaker yes my <laughs> wife's car when we first met had two bumper stickers on it and that almost wrote that that was almost a deal breaker that were they at least straight I mean like like on the bumper I were they we just said not we can all coexist oh and I That's think religion. <laughs> You're right. And one of them was a one of them was a political bumper sticker, oh, like a presidential oh. bumper sticker. And I still think to this day, in that house, the, the original neighbor who lives next door hates us because of that. They had a differing polit- political. Yeah. I like the people that are still rocking. Like we talked about this before, like the, the political stickers from eight election cycles ago. Like, like Gore. You still got like a Bob Dole sticker on there. What in the world? <laughs> Bill it, Clinton. Like, yeah. dang, that car's old. Dukakis. <laughs> what? Like, how is that car still running? That's impressive. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave Mahoney, what a reality check you guys are. Just when I thought it was a good idea to put Mark Zuckerberg into a triangle choke, because who wouldn't? Why you gotta ruin the fun by making everyone realize that it's a billionaire and he can bring up old stuff on the interweb? Message deleted. You never really think about that, do you? It's like if you if you screw over somebody like Mark Zuckerberg, that guy knows everything about you. He knows all your little click patterns, the things you're zooming in on on Instagram, and don't act like you're not zooming in on creepy stuff. He doesn't. His team does. Yeah, but he can find it. <laughs> Just looked over at Chris. He's like, yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll be yeah. zooming in on creepy stuff. I, I, I'm a zoomer, man. <laughs> you zoom? I zoom. You don't zoom? No, I said I'm a zoomer. I know you're yeah. a zoomer. Yeah. 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 I, I don't zoom. zoom. I am so, I, I feel like I need to be more creepy and more like Welcome, no, young like P- more of a you PI. You come to the right place. <laughs> I kind of just always give that role to my friends. Like if we're, say, if I was first dating someone or something, yeah. and I were to be looking up whatever, like on their profile, be like, well, what do their ex look like? My friend would be like, like find everything. It's, like they're like in it's CSI. Im- it's important to have that friend. Mahoney is that friend for me. If, yes. you, if you ever need some sleuthing done on the internet, this guy will find out not just about 
the most current ex, but all of the exes. Because <laughs> Mahoney, <laughs> Mahoney doesn't feel ick about it. No, no. I don't, man. No. Like, if I was not doing radio... Being a PI actually would be... You would be a terrible PI. Oh, you would be, be all right. No, because you'd be trying to stake somebody out and they're like, do you guys see that huge albino Sasquatch in that car over there? That guy's oh, you're been, noticeable. Yeah, that guy's been... He's wearing a gold chain <laughs> and an eye patch. Imagine the honey in a steakout. Like steakout with the eye patch. <laughs> you're not actually supposed to be eating a steak at the steakout, sir. Please leave a message after the tone. You know what's really happening, right? Our country is run by nothing but shape-shifting lizard-human hybrids. That's just facts. Message deleted. Absolutely true. Just like every single bird is a government drone. All of the earth is flat. Uh, the chemtrails turning the frogs gay. All of it absolutely true. <laughs> what about, yep. I mean, uh, you ever eat a frog leg? Yeah, man. Well, that tells us something about Mahoney. They delicious. Was it <laughs> riveted for your pleasure? It was. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. There is high drama at Audrey's apartment building. There is a culprit on the loose. What is going on? Wait, what are we talking about? Dave, you, you, there's high drama here in our studios. Oh. Not at oh, her you're, studio you're at apartment. this building? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant your... Oh. <laughs> That's totally different. It's totally different. But, okay, let me start this over. I was like, what is happening? Do there you know something I don't know? high <laughs> drama here at our building. There you go. Okay, so, yeah, you're, you're talking about the, the sink person? Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. I was nervous like I had done it, and I did not do it. So, I kind of felt the same thing. <laughs> right? I, I don't know why I have this weird guilt complex, but I, you, you share the same thing with me. So, we get a company-wide email yesterday, and... Obviously, the like the building manager, she's a little upset because somebody has taken one of the sinks here at the building and they've covered it in plastic and said, do not use, because clearly the sink is broken. Out of order. And she said, who did this? And how do you suppose it's going to get fixed if you don't tell me because I'm the building person that's in charge of this stuff? And I, as I don't like getting yelled at, I don't like it. My tail tucks between my legs like I did it. Burr, burr. For real. Yeah. And I, like, I really felt like I needed to fess up to it because yeah. nobody did. Nobody it, fessed up to nobody. it. Nobody. I was like, do I need to fall on the sword right now? Like, do, is this my moment? Am I a martyr? Am we I are, the sink martyr? We are the <laughs> studio that's the closest to the sink. So I feel like people think it was us, I man. think they. I think they think it's us too. And why and do we so think we're guilty though when so we're not guilty? Because, are are we not guilty? Are you the type of person that walks out of a store and you think that the, the security cameras are looking at you like yes. every if I don't time? Buy if I walk into a store and don't buy anything, I'm like, they're going to think I'm stealing something. Why do we think that way? I don't know why we think that way, but we do. Um, has anyone in this room ever used that sink? I use that yeah. sink every day. Interesting. Never. You, and you've also used it before. Yeah. I've never used it. Chris Actually, has never I, used it. Now that I think about it, when we oh. do beer for breakfast, well, hey, when okay. we do beer for breakfast, mm-hmm. I wash the can out in the, and put it in the recycling bin. Yeah. Okay. So, I use you wash the, the can out before you put it in the recycling bin? Yeah, you're you don't. To. What a nice guy. No. I don't, but you're supposed to. <laughs> no, you don't. Literally never done that. God, you're so inconsiderate, man. Wait, you don't rinse out your aluminum cans or your before milk you jugs? put them in recycling? No. You're supposed to. This is sticky as hell. This is the first I've ever heard of this, you guys. Oh, also, my God. Pizza what? boxes, not recyclable. They're not. No. If the grease touches them, if the grease doesn't touch the top, what lid, kind of, you can recycle that. What kind, what of, kind pizza, of pizza are you ordering, Chris? The, yeah, that doesn't have grease. 
healthy pizza. Gross. <laughs> Why Flat, would you flat do that? bread. I bet he ruined that sink. Cauliflower pizza eating. Ugh. I am a cauliflower pizza eater. He's the culprit. He's the guy that did it. You broke the sink. You broke the sink. You eat cauliflower pizza, you're a sink breaker. A little ironic. I'm not going to be on the show and out of the building tomorrow, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Is that no. my choice or are you being suspended, Chris? No, but whatever that, uh, whenever that email came down, I, I remember reading it and being like, oh, sheesh. Okay. Like, scared. Very scared. And then the next email that came was like, a joke, and then like our big boss saw it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I imagine that whoever did break it has got to be feeling terrified. Terrified, today, right? man. How do you even break a sink? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what did you? What well, did you? Do? Also, also, it's where, just an accident. I'm sure it was they, just a clog. They, they took you know that thin plastic that you would see like if somebody if you're painting your house or whatever you know you put it yeah. on the floor. Where did you get that? Where did you just happen to have? extra thin plastic and tape around in order to tape off the sink. Do we not have video cameras in our break room? I think we do. Oh, no, that's a sprinkler system. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to go look real quick. Okay, well, Dave, why don't you go and look? Mahoney, whenever you were reading those emails, did you read those emails yesterday? Yeah, I did. I was was out at at, at a client meeting when that came down, and I felt guilty. I felt guilty As soon as I saw it, because... I, I again I use that sink every day but I don't I don't I don't abuse that sink. You don't like punch the re- faucet? No, I treat it with respect. You say word kind respect. words of Affirmation. Of affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so no no cameras in there, but I don't know who that creepy-ass dude that I just saw was, but he looks sus as hell. So there was somebody oh, yeah. in there lingering around the sink. I walk in. I'm looking for cameras because that's, you know, what you do. Is that a co-worker of ours that you just Maybe. called creepy? I don't know. Like we, <laughs> you we can't do that. We made Dave. I, our, sh- our show is literally on in there right now. I know. We made eye contact, and he just stared at me. <laughs> just saying, brother. He is just a, saying, suspect number one. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> oh, boy. It's big. There is a certain, person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call... Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? We live in the golden age of complaining, Mahoney. People love to have their voices heard, and a lot of times, it's when they got something to say. Dave, the internet will become the pulpit for the wrongly done Karens and Darrens of the world. So the first one in the Karen Chronicles today is for a food basics. It is a grocery store based out of Toronto. And uh, Brenda S. said five out of five. Nom, nom, nom. Love this store. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> that was her whole review. Okay. Uh, Proto five C. Five for five stars. Said uh, five out of five as well. I love the prices here. Not the greatest area. Hoodlums in the area will harass you if your bike is not locked up. Heads up. Thank you for the heads up. I appreciate that. Uh, Karen I. Oof, not impressed. Said one out of five stars. This is the worst grocery store I've been to in all of Toronto. In summary, you should not go here ever. You need nothing in life badly enough to ever set foot in this store. Maybe if you were out of toilet paper and have a particularly terrible case of intestinal irritability and you didn't have a car and you're only four minutes to get teepee, maybe if you lived across the street, that could possibly be an excuse to go to this store. If that is not your current situation, you should avoid this store at all costs. You're better off starving to death or just getting stabbed to death in the parking lot. 
She feels a type of way, doesn't she? Interesting. Right. But well, what caused her to feel this way? She didn't say anything about the experience in the store. No, this was just, just a just, stark warning to not go in. No, also, I don't like getting, it. getting stabbed in the parking lot, not all that it's cracked up to be. Have you been stabbed in the parking no, lot? No, but uh, I know somebody. <laughs> no, you don't. I know somebody. So uh, this next one is for the uh, Chick-fil-A at the Denver International Airport. 4.8 out of 5 stars. It's incredibly good reviews. For an airport Chick-fil-A? For an airport Chick-fil-A. I've eaten at that airport Chick-fil-A. Was it good? What would you give it? Not four four eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those are paid. Those are paid bots. Ariana said five out of five. Friendly staff, good, consistent food, kid friendly. Lines are usually long, but they move fast. Gabe said five out of five. Best experience I've ever had at a Chick Fil A. Although the line was long and moved very quickly, my food came out much quicker than expected. This team should be used to train all other teams. The staff was friendly and customized my order to my dietary requirements. Okay. Not on a Sunday. Karen Q, not impressed, said one out of five stars. I would give zero stars to possible. First off, the girl that was taking my order would not make eye contact with me. On top of that, I got my drink and it was the wrong size, plus the tea tasted rotten. Then I get my meal, and again, wrong size. I ask for the correct size, and they tell me I didn't pay for the large, even though I was very clear on what I wanted. I said, fine, it's whatever, and went back to the gate only to find out they didn't give me ketchup packets. I went back, and the idiot taking my order, who still wouldn't make eye contact, only directed me to the self-serve ketchup dispenser. Worst Chick-fil-A experience I've ever had, and if I wasn't so far away, I'd go straight back and raise more hell. I will say Chick-fil-A does have the best ketchup in the business. You think those so? Little, those little ones where you can squeeze oh, and yeah. or open it up and yeah. dip. Okay. Chick-fil-A sauce, the best sauce. Hands down, in all of fast food, my, in my opinion. In your opinion. That's right. That's right. That is not the official stance of the Dave Mahoney Morning Show. It absolutely is. I just made it. Mm, nope. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Let me introduce you guys to the anointed liquidator. What? Yeah. What are you talking about, Dave? So there is a guy. His name is Robert Dell. He is a pastor at the Rock Church in Florida, and he is a founder of a halfway house for people recovering from drug addiction, and he was just arrested for operating a multi-million dollar Home Depot theft ring. Oh, I thought I, you... Are there more of these churches? Because I think I've heard of this church before. The like, rock? does he have multiple? Yeah, like the no, rock. It's like that's rock. All, that's all. I mean, that's, that's a pretty common. Oh, like rock church, church but like church name formulated yeah. on rehabilitation. So I don't know if, if there's more of these, but this this particular guy is in it deep right now. So I guess Robert and four associates were arrested for stealing merchandise from brands like Milwaukee and DeWalt and like the big brands that you'd mm-hmm. see at Home Depot. And they would take all of this stolen stuff and then he was selling it on eBay. But the reason why I called him the anointed liquidator is because that was what his actual name was on eBay. <sighs> WWJB, what would Jesus bid? Ooh, is that uh, ooh, that's strong? You know what yeah. would he bid on these stolen yeah. Dewalt uh, drills? They're saying it's believed that Robert has been operating this scheme for over ten years, bringing Gee the total wee. loss of merchandise to five million dollars. Wow! You know I do love a church that like just has like a heavy metal guitarist. <laughs> you're you're one of those guys. Oh yeah, because man. because I bet you can find that at the Rock Church. Woo! Everybody, put your hands up for Jesus. Check out these sweet licks for Jesus. Hell yeah. Um, I've, I'm in. I've seen Let that sort of thing before, and I'm like, 
man, how did you end up here, brother? Only? <laughs> what? Well, there's so many metal. I mean, think about all of the metal and uh, rock artists that came in early 2000s yeah. and you that know were that crossover che- from Christian music. And yeah. you know you're getting that check. That check's clearing every week. Like, dude, you're not a work musician. <laughs> Metal old metalhead, that is that is right up your alley. You're 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 done with your rock and roll gig by eleven fifteen every went, Sunday morning. I went to a thing in St. Louis probably thirty some odd years ago. I was maybe like eleven years old, uh-huh. and it was like these power bodybuilders, and they would like what? they would like lift a ton of stuff, and they like break blocks and do all these. For Jesus, like, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I just remember being the weirdest day of my life. I was like, <laughs> "Tell me that they did not lift a cross." They a hundred percent. Absolutely, did. Lift, lift, I no, feel no like that is so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like you can't do that. I don't know. Uh, so this guy, uh, speaking of things he can't do, decided that he was going to mess with some McDonald's employees, and he learned the hard way that you should not do that. So a shirtless man made it abundantly clear that he was not uh, enjoying his experience with McDonald's mm-hmm. when he barged in and started screaming at all the employees. And then he started demanding a refund and went behind the counter. Oh, you don't go behind the counter at McDonald's. They ended up kind of like pushing him out of the store, but then he came back to the store with a handful of rocks oh, hell and no. started throwing them at the employees. What'd they do? Well, security video shows this guy swinging on one of the employees, missed, and then the employee... Right hook to the face. It, I would think the most devastating weapon you can find inside of McDonald's would be the fry basket right out the fryer. Yeah, man. Ooh, because it's hot. Hot. But it's too far away, so you'd have to, like, grab the patties. You'd have to grab, like, Throw the Throw them like ninja stars. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, hopefully you'll, like, slip and slide your way backwards. Dude. Like, do, like, a little moonwalk because See, the floors are always so slick. Yeah, those restaurant shoes on, you're good. Everyone else, death. I never get, wear, wore restaurant shoes. Get one of those hot apple pies that's expired from, like, three hours that turned into a brick. <laughs> Just right Molten outside. lava, yeah. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Eric is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. Eric, how you doing today, man? Doing great, thanks. So these songs, I mean, you'd think you'd know them real easily, but they're covered, and some of them not so popular. We have one that has eight views today, and the most popular one has 676. So maybe you got your work cut out for you. You do have a couple of lifelines if necessary, but we got 30 seconds of each one of these. So let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. But again, um, I think you can pull it off with the, with the help of the lifelines today. So best of luck to you. Here's the first one. For effort, they were really into it. I feel like that's Audrey and I <laughs> drunk singing karaoke. Yeah, that's what it sounds man. like that. Uh, Eric, do you know it or do you need some help? It's a terrifying version of Alone by Heart. That is it, brother. You're on the board with one. Terrifying is the perfect yeah. word. Uh, the, uh, wow. the, the, the next one here is the most popular one of the morning 676 views from an artist named Abby Cochran. Good luck to you. Hey, hey. I've been singing with my band across the
unfortunately, we have to stop it right there. That's 30 seconds. Do you know it? Fat Bottom Girls. By? Queen. Sorry. Yes. Yes. I wanted to take that ukulele and smack her with it. Why? She was kind of annoying. Chris, you like it? Was she hot? No, man. Uh, I mean, do, do hot girls have to sit and play ukuleles and, no, and sing queen just, covers? they just exist. They just <laughs> exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just curious. Just All curious. Right. Here we go on to number three. You're doing great. Two lifelines still intact, and now we're going to scale it back a little bit on popularity. This next one here, 32 views. It's a long day. Living in Mazita, and there's a freeway running through a yard. I'm a bad boy, cause I don't even miss her. And I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart. If you're wondering why the quality is like that, the artist is actually named Songs from My Phone. So that's that's what's going on I there. mean, the snapping really just yeah. kind of added to the overall performance for me. Oh, Can you yeah, imagine yeah, how yeah. annoying it would be to have an office next to that guy? Or just, <laughs> just like an apartment. Shut up. Yes. All right. Eric, what do you got? I'm going with uh, Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Killing it, brother. Dude, that are... guy sings so much during the pandemic. Oh, God. Like out his oh, window. Yes. He's just on his balcony. Everyone's like... Can I just Go die? Go back home. And that's, why, and that, that's why so many people are like, nah, man, this, uh, uh, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the I'm office. back to the office. <laughs> yep. yep. I no longer want to work from home. <laughs> I have everything that I want here, but damn it. Songs from my phone guy lives next door. <laughs> All right, man, you can win it right here. Again, you got two lifelines still intact, but let's see if you can pull this one off. This one's only got eight views. got the correct answer in front of me. That is a departure. I don't, I don't. I, no. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Hopefully you do. So, Eric, uh, you, you, you got to get this on your own because you got no help even with your lifelines. Uh, that's a day in the life by the Beatles. Yes! Oh! Are you yes! a robot? Is he AI? How? <laughs> well done, man. That was awesome. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I'm curious if you would have the sort of bravery that it takes in order to go against, directly against, something that your significant other has told you that they do not like. And the reason I bring that up is because Mahoney is going down this path right now that I feel could be a dangerous path for him. But you just experienced something like this not that long ago where you were going to a concert and your boyfriend, who's got a beard, had said that he is going to shave his beard into just a mustache. And you said... No, no, don't do no, that. no, no, don't do it. But he was adamant that he was going to do it. But the long story short, he chickened out, stuck with the beard, and that was probably the right call. It was the best call. Yeah. For everyone involved. For everyone. It's it's just good for everyone. But so how do you feel about what Mahoney is threatening to do here? Because, you know, he's kind of on this kick right now where he's leaning into the 70s pretty hard. He's got the big gold chain recently, My which eyes. is new have been opened to jewelry. Okay, great. I've never been a jewelry guy, Dave. Uh-huh. And now, I feel like I've been missing out most of my life. The big gold chain, I don't feel like myself without it. Really? I shower in it. <laughs> you shower in it. I sleep in it. 
You do everything in it? Everything. Ew. This thing doesn't Ew, come you off. You that chain hang? Yeah. This thing doesn't come <laughs> off my neck now. <laughs> get, out, get out of my face. But- so here's the thing, though, Dave, to, to kind of like double down on what Mahoney is saying about like he is opening his eyes to jewelry. I am very much the person where I feel like every like six months or so, I feel like I need a revamp of some sort. Mm-hmm. So I get it, Mahoney. I get this feeling that you're undergoing right now. Yeah, but he's myself. maybe taking yeah. it a little too far. The chain, I've told you from the jump that I'm definitely down with. You know, I, I have a chain as well. I mm-hmm. like that look. I think uh, it's a good look. And uni- almost universally, I think that most people, if they choose to, can pull off a chain pretty well. And even when we were growing up, that was a big thing. I feel like it just kind of went away for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's definitely back. The pinky ring, I don't think you can pull Say, that Dave, off, brother. Dave, I feel like I've been setting trends for many, 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 many years now because about 10, 11 years ago, I brought back the tracksuit. You, you didn't bring back the tracksuit. I did. Tracksuits were not a thing. They're still not a thing. You brought it back for yourself. Started wearing tracksuits. Uh-huh. People my age, you know, my early 30s, I was not. Nobody's wearing tracksuits all the time. I wore tracksuits for almost a year. Okay. And then I evolved from tracksuits into Tommy Bahamas. And you almost got railroaded there because Tommy Bahamas... They were kind of co-opted for a minute there. Yeah, by a bunch of racists. <laughs> but I chose to hold strong because true classic Hawaiian styling. That's right. You know, the living that beach life uh, it never goes out of style. Fair enough. And now it's a good look. I'm adding on, to- on top of that with the chain, the gold. I, I want, like, I-, I bought, I just bought a record player. I got an old Marantz 22, uh, 42 uh, amplifier. And receiver, but you so like you old school. You purchased all this stuff, but you you still haven't purchased the pinky ring, which is probably a good thing. Um, but where does the other clothes come in? Because are you just going to be wearing your golf god t shirts with Tommy the Bahama, pinky rings? Pinky rings, gold. Like I'm I bought, I'm buying a gold watch. But when you say a gold watch, I think okay, that's going to be like a Rolex. Not a Rolex. Or no, no. It's, it's going to be the the Casio. It's a gold Casio watch with the calculator in it. Uh, like on the face, yeah. Like the old. You're mixed. You're blending watch, yeah. two things that don't blend. What do you mean? I'm I'm with you, Audrey. You're taking '70s jewelry and mixing it with golf attire. I thought that we were going full '70s garb here because you bought some outfits. Uh-huh. And also, the the Casio watch wasn't the '70s. That was the '80s, brother. They did both. No. I've done my research, Dave. 80s and early 90s. I've done my research. You did your own research? I did did my own research. good. And, uh, you know, my wife doesn't want me, she doesn't like this style of... So why are you doing it? But here's what I'm telling her. Uh I mean, like, right now. go 80s. 80s was still, like, jewelry. I'm just... You're going to tell her something right now? Go ahead. No, I'm just turning this music down. Like, I'm doing this for you. You're doing it for her. I am a very tall, very successful... Sorry. Usually handsome when half my face is working, uh-huh. or my whole face is working and not half my face. Right. But still doesn't change me in very tall, very handsome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're repelled by this, think about how many other women are going to be repelled. So I'm doing this to keep them away oh, from you. Oh, it's a it's repellent. A, it's, a, it's a public service because yeah. you're so, so good, good looking, looking, so tall. So charming. So charming. So stylish. Yes, that you are doing this to keep other women away. Yeah. Now, see, see, the problem is that you're going to attract a much different type of woman. <laughs> That's true. Hey, man, I get a sugar mama. Hey, you know, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
A-D-M-A. Been listening for a little while. You know, I'm not sure if I fit the demographic because I am 22 years old. I'm on my way to a work interview for a job. So if you have any pointers, you know, I'd love to hear them. Message I mean, I'm about your age. Yeah. <laughs> you could be, be his, his mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> the way my jaw just dropped on the ground, are you kidding me? It could not be his mother. So um, there's something uh, that I that was told a long time ago about a job interview, and it was the best advice that I ever got, and it's always stuck with me. And if you're in a situation, whether you're negotiating a new contract or if you're negotiating the first deal, whatever it is, whoever talks the most loses. Mm. Because what happens in a situation like that when you're sitting down and you're having discussions is that if you if you have the willpower, and it takes a lot of it, to remain silent. Like if they ask you a question and then you just answer it and you know, give a good answer, right? But then you just stop talking. People get nervous and they start giving things up when they get nervous because they're trying to fill the dead space and so they're uncomfortable. And so they start saying things that they shouldn't say. Every single time that I've been in an interview since I was told that, I don't know, 20 years ago, it's it's rang true. Whoever See, talks the most loses. You have charisma. Like, I feel like a lot of people would just be like a yes or no answer and then sit and fill the void. Like, I feel like you have to also bring your personality to yeah, an interview. Yeah, for sure. Bring your well. A game, yeah. man. Like, yeah. uh, be likable. I Thinking about this, every in-person interview I ever got, I've got that job. Is it because you're so sexy? It's because I'm tall. Yeah. And there's a yeah. bias to hiring tall A light tall bulb dudes. just went off for me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to realize why I get, never got a job. I don't get dates. I never shut up. You don't shut up. I you you got to shut up because I, you're one of those I people that- I so uncomfortable in silence. That's why I couldn't be a salesperson. Almost everyone is uncomfortable in silence, which yeah. is why but, they start filling it and they start giving things away. It's great. Huh. But for a guy who's, who's 22, one of the things also that you should pay attention to- Yes, they are interviewing you, but you are also interviewing them. Ask like, them questions back. You need like to find out like what the culture of that place is like. And if they're not willing to talk about like workplace culture and if it's going to be a good, you know, and, and how they value their employees. And like you, you may want to avoid that place like the plague. You, you can't you can't be too direct direct sometimes unless you're coming in like super qualified for the position. I understand that. But if you if there's a way to find out who you're replacing and where they went. Like if this is a springboard where people are going to some other great place because of this or opportunity, within. or they're promoting within, yeah, sure, that's a great example too. Um, or do they just quit because they're miserable and they couldn't take it anymore? You'll be able to know because they'll start talking uh, like they're an ex. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> like Real they quick. were the problem. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> also, you're 22. It doesn't matter. You just screw up like for another 10 years. It's fine. Yeah. You, you got yeah. nothing to worry you about, man. Time, man. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you think people are born douchebags, or do you think douchiness is acquired throughout the years of experience? Mm. Is it deleted. nature or is it nurture? It is it's, both. It's, it's both. Like some some people are are predisposed because they come from two parents that are just clowns. No, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times douchiness is enabled. Not always. You can have sure. two. You can yeah. have two really sweet parents who don't know how to tell their kid no. And then they grow up into the douche lord that they are. That is a form of douchiness. If you're a parent that doesn't know how to parent, but you decided to become a parent. Become a friend. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I think it's 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 nature around you. Like, the... I, I would say when I was younger, I had uh, ideals mm. and stuff. And then you, like, you watch certain movies. You're like the bad guys in movies. And you're like, how does somebody ever get there? And then, like, you know, now that I'm, like, 42... 
You kind of get it. I've become a little bit jaded mm-hmm. with certain things. I'm like, yeah. I understand now. I get it. Yeah. I got bills. <laughs> I got bills. <laughs> do you ever, like, wonder that about yourself? Because I know I do. I'm like, I've got great parents. What the hell happened to me? Yeah. No, my, my mom's great. Like, I, I have no reason on the planet to be a piece of garbage, but yeah. here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. I got really high the other night and realized that the lint in your lint trap is just the average color of all your clothes. Mind blown. Message deleted. Also, it's insanely <laughs> flammable. It like, is? Dude, oh, dude. Yeah, lint. You, you put that in your, like, emergency kit for whenever the apocalypse like comes, start man. start a fire. Like, put that in a backpack. Dude, like, you need to clean out, one. you know, because you you're, you got the new house. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. You don't? You don't <laughs> I mean, have it in case the zombies come? Not with... I don't think the dryer lint's going to save me. The dryer lint will start you all sorts of fires. But you need to check out your dryer uh, exhaust because that's where most that, home yeah. fires start. Like, there's a, there's a couple services out there that'll come and clean it out for like 100, 100 bucks or something like that. But that is very, very dangerous on houses that are, you know, older than five years old. Do you know how many girls I've actually dated and went to use their dryer and they had never touched their lint trap? You like gross oh. girls, Dude, huh? you, gotta, you, 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 like, you like some ratchet-ass chicks, huh? Do you know me? Yeah. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. This is Mullet Over with Dave and Mahoney. Chris is joining us today, and I hope that he'll stick with us because our phones are doing something kind of weird here in the studio. But thanks for being with us today. Uh, let me ask you, Chris, have you yourself ever had a mullet in your entire life? I had not quite, not quite, almost skater hair type. Okay. So if I, if I guess I cut the front off, it could have been. Could have been a mullet, got it. Um, so there's only one of these individuals that has a mullet. You're trying to figure out which person has the mullet just based on the sound of their voice. All of them sound like they possibly could have a mullet. The first one I'm going to introduce you to is just entitled Small Town Guy. And he was talking about seeing a kid in his town, and he had a take on that somehow. I'm from a small town. It is not uncommon to see a 12-year-old walking down the street, smoking a cigarette, dipping, mullet, Hank Williams Jr. playing on the Bluetooth, probably drinking a 40. They'll look over at you and say, yee yee. Yee yee. Yee yee. And it's not Hank Jr., it's Hank the Third. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Audrey and Mahoney, you guys don't know the correct answer. Does that guy sound like he ha- could have a mullet to you? Uh, maybe. He did reference a mullet. He in did. That, yeah. uh, but he is absolutely correct. That, I mean, small town kids versus city kids. I was learning how to pack dip at 12. <laughs> Man, were you one of those kids? Because I know I was, where I was proud of how well I could do a little do snap the thing. Of I can still yeah. do it. Yeah, left and right, baby. Girl, left and out. right. No, yeah, literally, <laughs> that's so trash. I'm from trash. Okay, so <laughs> possibly we'll put a little asterisk next to him. It's Doesn't possible. jump out to me personally. Okay. okay. Uh, the next one is entitled Snake Man. Uh, police were called to check out a house that a squatter was living in, and it turns out this guy worships snakes or something. I don't know. I know snakes or nothing, do you? Man, I got snakes no. from one end of this house to the other. No, I'm serious. I don't like snakes. I will protect you. You see all them snakes right there? Yeah. I care more about them snakes than I do a human life. Just like that, man. Is there any more snakes back here? I swear to God, I won't let nothing happen to you. Is it? Wait, whoa, 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 wait. Is the snake in there? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> that is That man is authentic. Like, he ain't faking it. That man's not faking anything. Nope. <laughs> Maybe a mullet. Maybe a mullet okay. there. I mean. Right. This is a tough one today. Uh, Chris, uh, do, you, do you have any inkling here as to which one may have a mullet out of those two? Or are you thinking neither of them and we still need to hear the third? So far, 
so far, I'm leaning towards the second of those two. I, I think the first guy maybe only had four teeth, but <laughs> I think he, 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 he might actually have been bald. So. Okay, so this last one is entitled Drinking and Driving, and oh, I, I've seen this circulating online recently. This is like a vintage clip from like a news report in the 80s, and there was a couple of people that were interviewed by the local news about how pissed they were that drinking and driving got outlawed, and you got to figure out whether or not you think this guy may have a mullet, too. Any attempt to restrict drinking and driving here is viewed by some as downright undemocratic. It's kind of getting common this when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day, and then get in your truck and at least drink one or two beers. They're making it laws where you can't drink when you want to. You, can't, you have to wear a seatbelt when you're driving. And pretty soon we're going to become this country. <laughs> Dude, ain't that the truth? Look where we're at uh, now. Look at us now. Look at us now. Look at us Not even drunk and wearing seatbelts. Oh America. A fallen empire. <laughs> Bunch of commies can't even have one or two beers after getting off work, Dude, man. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Ooh. So this again, tough one today, because you got three contenders for a mullet, but only one of them does. Mahoney, Audrey, last chance to weigh in before Chris makes his decision. So I am going to say that in the third clip, there is no mullets. And also in the first clip, there are no mullets. My gut instinct is to go with the snake, snake man. man. Snake man. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, okay. I mean, the woman could have had a feathered mullet, you know, yeah. but I don't know if we're going to get that, uh, if we're going to cla would classify that. That's too much of a reach. Yeah, classify that as a mullet or not. So I'm going to agree with Audrey. Uh, I don't think the small town... Kid guy is uh, got a mullet. I'm, I'm with Chris. I thought he was bald. And number three, uh, I just feel like the this is pre mullet. Too conservative to have a mullet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, final decision time for the win. Can you nail uh, it? Which one is it? I'm I'm going with the middle guy. The the snake guy. He seems like he might be a little more Joe Dirt esque. Snake guy the for other. the win is correct. Oh, brother. Oh, 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 Yeah, and you know what the, the the clue is for the last guy is that he's out here working too hard. He can't have a mullet getting in the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. mullet get pulled into a machine at the factory. <laughs> he gets head chopped off by a tractor. This is David Mahoney. Man, you never really appreciate how much your significant other does until they go down. So this is a... Uh, what? No, <laughs> what are we talking about? Not what? like that. What? So what? my wife has not been feeling great <laughs> oh, for okay. like the last 24 hours. And Jeez, Dave. Yeah. Okay. It, it is a huge pain in the butt. Because there's a lot to be done with four little kids. What, uh, what's going on? It was just kind of like a stomach bug, I think, where, you know, like her stomach was bothering her. She was yeah. kind of tired, you know, just feeling a little ick. And mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's kind of going around right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she was just, she's not a napper at all, which befuddles me because naps are awesome. She doesn't have time to nap. Maybe. I know she doesn't have time that's to nap. That's why she's not a napper, because you have four children. But yesterday she took two different naps. So she's, so she's hurting then. She was hurting. Yeah. And, man, I tell you, I'm over here, like, trying to just do, like, normal business stuff. Mm -hmm. Doing Zooms and all that cool normal business stuff that I do. Well, maybe you should stop scheduling Zooms. Well, I, I mean, I already had them scheduled. No, I mean, just in general. 
Oh, just stop most doing, just stop doing business altogether. Mo, no, most Zooms can be emails. I mean, you say that, but like we have two Zooms after the show today. They could be emails. You think they could be? A hundred percent, they could be emails, okay. Dave. Okay, so a hundred percent. We have two. Yeah. Yes. Mm, I only have one on my calendar. Why do you only have one in your calendar? Probably because you've only accepted one. How are you a functioning business professional? To be fair, the second meeting's calendar just came in like 10 minutes ago. It came okay. in 10 minutes ago. How did oh, it? there it goes. There yeah. it goes. Literally just wow. now. Look, Look literally right there. You see that notification yeah. at the top? It's been there for 10 minutes. It you've has You've been on your not. phone the whole time. It has <laughs> not. <laughs> it literally just came down. But you agree, most Zooms could be emails. Oh, and most emails could be nothings. Look, I agree that there's a lot of wasted time in the business world. The point is, I'm on this Zoom yesterday, and it's a fairly important Zoom with, like, people I don't know well, uh -huh. you know? And, man, my three-year-old son is just wrecking my office. He's in there. I, I gave him the iPad so he'd be quiet because, uh -huh. you know, his mom's sleeping. And this little monster just kept, he kept turning up the volume to full blast. And so I'm sitting here on this Zoom trying to pretend like <laughs> everything's fine. Meanwhile, but man, I just tell you, when when your significant other is not feeling well, it is a pain in the ass. Can you imagine being a single parent? No, <laughs> no, I would instantly marry somebody else that would have me. <laughs> Dave, Dave at Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, have you ever watched any anime? If so, what's your favorite anime? I love My Hero Academia, but some people think it's overrated. Message deleted. That was always just simple no. drag, Dragon Ball Z. Never know. never any anime for me. That's not Vampire my Vampire Hunter X. You know, but nothing like I don't watch anime on a regular basis. Is there any like casual anime people? You're either like an anime person or not. That's yeah. it. There's no like, oh, you know, yeah, sure. Sometimes I watched watch a little bit of it. No, you don't. Did you watch the boys on Prime? Yeah, they have a anime like spinoff of that. There's one called Invincible, and then there's like another like cartoon version of the boys, which I've watched those, and they're pretty good because I like the world that that set in. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I just I'm not. I watched one anime show and I enjoyed it a lot. Does that make me casual? What show is it? Can't even remember. But it was the one that was so uh, on Netflix. It was on Netflix. It's not new. It's Castlevania. Older. And no, I tried Castlevania. And that was a little too nerdy for me. But it was the one that was. It was. On Loving Robots or whatever? Nope, tried that one too, and it was too nerdy for What's me. What's the one that uh, our friend Brittany's it's husband the one that did? Imagine Dragons huge. had the... There, there's the League of Legends one. Which... No, no, no. It was, it was a the, massive that's one. That's the one no, I watched. No, that is. Yeah, it's that's called That's the League one I watched, yeah. Yeah, because he works for that studio. Yeah, it's called... Well, that was my favorite one. Yeah, well... I can't even remember. Jordan is probably in the chat. It's probably Arcane. 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 It's probably all it over in our chat yeah, right now. Twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. But I watched that and I loved it. I watched it in a day. And you didn't play the game. I obviously nope. never played the game. I was totally clueless. And I felt like that's about as nerdy as I could get. And because it was like a little bit more, I don't know. I, I want to say like there was a little bit more Western to the anime. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like I was looking at a comic book, per se. Something so. from, yeah, Japan or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because that's an American studio. Not hardcore anime. Correct. That, it yeah. was casual. Yeah. That's called something else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's tentacles, and we don't like that. There's tentacles? Yeah, we don't, no. we don't like that. 
How can you guys say you don't poop at work? That's the most profitable part of your day if you do. Message deleted. It won't be the most profitable part of my day. I I go in there and I blow up that bathroom. I'm getting fired. For sure you are. You're absolutely getting fired. Every person that we've ever known that's been the serial work pooper is always the first one that gets fired. But dude poops are so much different. Like like our bathroom, we've got all kinds of like bath and body works room sprays in there. Wait, what? that stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, well, people bring them in. They're not just like brought. Like we rarely even have t- paper towels. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say this, man. If you so poorly, if you're known to be the person at work where you're blowing it up, mm-hmm. like you get judged by your coworkers, yeah. and that, like, especially in a world where we're in marketing. Shoes. You gotta bring different, different poop, poop shoes. shoes. <laughs> That's how you never get caught. You're like, why does Audrey always go into the stall with a backpack on? <laughs> no, I'm just like wearing those like hazmat boots. <laughs> You'll never catch me. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So there's been a lot of talk over the years about revenge porn and just how damaging that can be to a person's life, right? Like you're in some relationship and you trade some images or, you know, make a tape or whatever, you know, as, as people do. And then you break up and then that person decides that they are going to get you back by sending those images to your family or your friends or your coworkers or your boss. And it can be just devastating. I'm glad that there are finally laws on the books that will punish people for doing this. Because for years, there were none. So, Audrey, as, as a woman, you've got to be real happy to hear a story like this. And I know you know that you know where this is going, yep, right? Yep, I do. Um, I mean, this is a pretty wild one because we've heard stories about people actually going to jail and there being some fines handed down. But listen to how intricate this one gets. So, uh, for months, a Texas woman's ex-boyfriend was spreading intimate images of her across social media and the Internet without her consent. He actually created a website, publicly accessible Dropbox folders and fake social media profiles with her face on it. Oh, hell no. In order to disperse these images. Dude, that is dirty. He had obtained some of the images actually by accessing security cameras in her home as well. Because I guess, you know, whenever they were dating, he had access to some of the, the home apps and he still had login. And so he's going in there as well and he's getting additional images from the security cameras in her home without her knowledge. So it's not even just like pictures that she'd sent him when they were in a relationship. It's much, much more sinister than that. He was successfully served, didn't respond to court summons, hire an attorney, appear to represent himself, any of that stuff. So the court just ruled in her favor because that's how it works. If you get summoned to court and then you don't show up or have a representative show up on your behalf, uh, the court is just going to rule however they see best fit. And so, of course, they ruled in this woman's favor because she had all of the receipts of all of this terrible stuff this guy had been doing. The court recommended that he pay $1.2 billion. Billion with a B. B, baby. Because, I mean, truly, whenever we're talking about revenge porn and the way that it can damage your life and everything, I mean, you've seen people that it's affected their ability to work again. I mean, not only just the the emotional damage that it does to you as a person, and also, this is quite honestly a part of stalking as well. Yep, yep. Um, you know, so you just feel fearful, all of that. So put a B on it, make it a one point whatever billion dollar fine for this guy. Also, lock him up. Teach your, yep. teach your, do- your sons and your daughters how to handle rejection because if this is the retaliation that they put on somebody for leaving them, that's abuse. 
Yeah, I you mean, that's, be, that's a like, really good perspective, actually, like, teach your kids how to handle rejection, because at some point, that's going to happen. And, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when, you know, there would be revenge porn, and everyone would kind of be like, well, you shouldn't have taken and sent those pictures. That's just not how it works anymore. No. Like, the, that's you know, common... Yeah, that's when you had to set up like a full-ass movie studio, right. light it, hire some grips, some best boys, <laughs> get some tapes, got a director. But also- like that, that, that was that was 30 years ago. But now we all have a movie studio in our pockets but, at all times. But also, they were in a relationship whenever they were sending photos back and forth. Yeah. You never anticipate somebody who is going to become a villain after you decide that your relationship no longer is working. You know, and yeah. like you shouldn't be worried about what you do within a relationship. If you love somebody at that time and you felt comfortable enough to send photos or whatever, you shouldn't. Th- I hate that that is a, a, a way that we talk about like, well, you shouldn't have done that. Well, like I thought that that person loved me back and would never do this to me in the future. You know what and I mean? Yes, like, the vast majority of relationships go sideways. All, like 90 percent of them. Uh, right. Unless uh, you yeah, stay can married. We, for and also, I, not, not even just the other people. I think as society. Like, why are we so uh, puritanical? And, like, it's costing people jobs. It's costing them career opportunities because they were naked and had sex. How the hell do you think we all got here? Right. What are we all trying to do? It's sad. Always. But it's sad, but I'm very, very, very happy that this woman, and I hope she gets her money. I mean, <laughs> this guy's not going to. I mean, he doesn't have that kind of money. But no, still. but he's going to get his wages garnished. Ruin him forever. 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 This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. What a weird couple this is. And normally I wouldn't say that because, I mean, like, they're both, you know, fairly famous and they're a good-looking couple and all of that. But it just seems so strange to me. Zoe Deschanel and uh-huh. Jonathan Scott, one of the property brothers, are engaged. You didn't know they would have been dating forever. She's like a, no idea. She's into like weird, weird dudes. Like she, she was with Ben from Death Cab from Cutie. But that makes it that is a little bit more on her scene. I feel like because she's kind of like the indie girl um, from you know two thousand and six, seven, eight, nine. Like she is. <laughs> I love the, indie girl means bangs. <laughs> yeah, indie girl bangs and glasses yeah. and like ballet flats. Like I mean, like she literally is just so opposite of him. I feel like. But he, they do have that emo brother. Yeah. The yeah. one with the swoop bangs. Yeah, that's true. No, there's one good property brother, and he's not either of the twins. Right, and right. he's yes. got swoop bangs. That's what she's yeah. talking about, yeah. 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 So yeah. maybe yeah, like the they've twins got are a little bit of like, weird in them. What To make it even more weird, the, the pair said that they met while filming Carpool Karaoke. Okay. But uh, she uh, she posted a caption with her new engagement ring, and it said, forever starts now. Maybe, uh, you know, they say opposites attract. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he built her a home. <laughs> Build a report. Yeah, I mean, like what, like Ben when they broke up, he wrote like a whole bunch of like you know pretty scathing songs. Yeah, does he build like a spite house if they break up? Oh, <laughs> uh, he's gonna pull a notebook. So uh, Netflix is testing video games on TV. So users in Canada and the UK are now able to test out playing video games through the streaming service on their television. So they can use their smartphone as a controller for the games. Uh, two games were introduced, Oxenfree and uh, Mole Hughes Mining Adventure, and the games are also available uh, to Canadian and British customers on computer browsers. But I don't know if this is going to work or not, but uh, this seems like kind of a stretch to me. So they've tried this. You know, Google had a thing called Stadia. There's been a couple other online gaming services, and they just fall flat. You know, he can find something maybe that, like, is a trivia-based thing where you can play with, you know, people from around the country. That may work, but, like... 
it just this concept of video games through a streaming service just continues to fall flat. Well, Netflix is already kind of just falling flat. And I think that they're trying to glom onto whatever they can to kind of rise from the ashes, Phoenix style. So, I mean, Netflix is so bottom. Like, I feel like I'm scraping for any type of content from them right now. And I don't really feel like anybody's clamoring for Netflix is the worst streaming service, period. So there's a lot of talk about the Golden Bachelor. He's this uh, 71-year-old widower and grandfather and he from is India. Queen. He, I mean, like this dude does not look like he is 71 years old. He is nah. good looking. Not even close to so 71 years old. when we were old. talking about the Golden Bachelor, we were wondering what, what the youngest age was going to be like yeah. on the show. 24. 24? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I thought no. that there was a report. I no. was like, there has to be at least, because he's so fine. Like, I bet 30s will go for him. Yeah, I mean, like, I I, I think that it's going to be older than that because they were saying that it's going to be age appropriate. Ugh. I don't know if that's the case, but Blech. he said, I believe I'll find my person. The new person will make me whole again. Uh, he lost his wife. She passed away. It was his high school sweetheart that he's married to back in 2017. And I think that we'll knit a wonderful relationship. <laughs> So, sure, whatever. Like, I mean, I think that he's a really good guy, but that you cannot ever compete. He's going to be in that fantasy sweetheart. suite. You know oh, who's going to be in that fantasy suite? Yeah, you're like, girl, I'm 71. You better show me some things I've never seen before. If but you he's never be seen nothing if he's only been with one girl. <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> this is going to blow his mind, He's going to be like, oh, my God, 17 women on one time. What the hell? <laughs> going to freak out and have a heart attack and die. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys, love the show. I was just wondering, what would your shortest albums of all time be? I'll go ahead and throw mine out. The softest ballads of ACDC. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you later. Message deleted. Love songs by Metallica. <laughs> Easy mean, listening by Pantera. <laughs> um, I can't play this game. I can't think of anything funny. Magnificent Melodies by Motorhead. <laughs> yeah, Mahoney and I, are, you got anything in there? Mm, give me a minute. <laughs> Church Hymns by Rammstein. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's about it. it. I got nothing. All right. Please leave a message after the tone. What is the one gift you wanted as a kid and never got? I never got that pony, and it still hurts to think about it. Message deleted. Reebok pumps. Mahoney, you and I grew up in the same era. Reebok pumps, there was nothing hotter mm-hmm. when it came to uh, to kicks in the 80s and 90s. Dude, the original ones with the basketball. Oh, yeah. Like the ones that Macaulay Culkin yeah. was wearing and that weird, that weird-ass... Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Macaulay Culkin, pitcher that was so iconic. Yep. Those Reeboks were the business. So, I mean, I grew up in a family with six kids. And so, like, the idea of buying everyone $150 sneakers just was not a thing, then, right? too. They were $150 right. then. So, I mean, you, in the you, 80s, you adjust early 90s. For, for inflation, and it's wild. But I did get a pair of L.A. gear regulators, but I only got them because my cousin— had received them as a Christmas gift and did not like them. And so they got secondhand gifted to me. And I confirmed this with my other cousin that it was, in fact, that my my male cousin got them. They had, like, purple and turquoise on them. Ooh, and now damn. I look back, I'm like, those things were fire. 
But at the time, he was like, I don't like them. They're too girly or whatever. And they were Reebok he didn't pumps. Know, he didn't know style. He didn't know style. He didn't know style. He didn't know style like we did. He didn't know. Yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, when I got those shoes, this was this was the sign that your shoes were awesome. Did he, I don't know if anyone else did this. This may have just been like a rural Minnesota thing. What's that? Would would a classmate ever ask to wear one of your shoes? Yeah, yes. we you did that. You did yeah. do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't just me. But I grew up in the crisscross era too. We were yeah. doing all put, kinds put of the weird pants stuff on with backwards. Our yeah. 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 No. It, what? It, it was a thing oh, where yeah. you would like trade one shoe with a classmate, and so you'd be rocking one of their shoes, and they'd be rocking one of yours. But nobody was doing that unless the, you had some fly kicks. Yeah. Yeah. That's so you. So you never got a pair of pumps ever, then? Huh? Ne- never did. And even as an adult, I haven't like. Gone back and got them. They're, I got, I got sell- a pair eventually. Like, Did I was you? always late. When everybody was getting a Super Nintendo, I was getting Nintendo. Yeah. So when everyone was getting the new Jordans, I was getting the two seasons ago Jordans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I was an only child, so I got everything. a lot. Everything. Everything. <laughs> I got a lot. And But the one thing that was just the most ridiculous thing that I wanted and I never got was the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had Brother. every G.I. Joe on the planet. I had that the tanks. Awesome. I had the Blackbird. Like, wasn't it like I had $500, Storm- though? Oh, yeah. I had Storm Shadows, uh, big Nighthawk uh, airplane. Yeah. I had, dude, I had Gung Ho's, like, A-10 tank killer. Shh, that thing I had slapped. all of them. But the only thing I didn't have was the aircraft carrier. And you're right. It was some obscene cost. Like, probably more than a Nintendo cost. What about you, Audrey? You're, you ever get, was there ever that one thing you really wanted that you never got? Well, I don't like this person to this day because I thought it was real. I thought this was really, really, really going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt, I met her once yeah. and whenever I was 12. Right. And she told me that she was going to come sing at my 13th birthday party. What? And she is a singer. And she, she never came to sing at my 13th birthday. I, I like literally woke up on my 13th birthday. Thinking Jenner, Jennifer loves you. Rubbing my little eye boogers out of my 13-year-old eyes. Birds chirping. Walk downstairs. Go look in my backyard in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> hey, we got something in common because I always wanted Jennifer Love Hewitt and never got her either. So. I also well, woke up on my 13th me. birthday she rubbing t- something yeah. thinking about Jennifer Love Hewitt. She told me she was going to do it. It was at a meet and greet. And my dad, my dad works in the industry, so right, it so was like she was like trying to probably like get her to play, like get him to play one of her records or something. You didn't like <laughs> tell your friends that like Jennifer Love Hewitt was. I told good. everyone. Oh. I literally was like, "Guess what's gonna happen today?" And I like walk out in the backyard where it's like a, a, a above ground pool and <laughs> a septic tank. And you're like, "Where and, is Jennifer Love Hewitt?" A very she- old wooden playground, and I was like, "This is where she's gonna." Sing right here next to this slide, <laughs> and, and literally thought to like I thought all day long she was going to come and sing, and I am going to tell you right now that was the worst birthday I ever had because I thought Dang. I really, really, really thought she was going to come and sing. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, I've got a very serious question for you. If you had to choose any of the Number one sandwiches. And you know what I mean when you go to a fast food restaurant. Uh-huh. Whatever number one is, is probably their most popular sandwich, yep. right? Uh, who has the absolute best number one? Oh, boy. I mean, McDonald's blows most of them away just because it's the Big Mac. But, man, I, if I'm going, like, pound for pound, I'm going Cane's. Cane's number one? Yep. Cane's number box one. Box combo. Cane's number one, box combo. 
No slaw. Extra toast. Extra toast. Buttered on both sides. Buttered on both sides. If you don't know about butter on both sides, double toasty. Look it up. And maybe with a tea or a lemonade. So Chick-fil-A, obviously, pretty iconic with their number one. And they've done a couple of little offshoots of that where you can get the deluxe, you know, that has the yeah, cheese and the lettuce Yeah, but their number one the needs to be the spicy, not yep. the regular. Yep. So, the I old mean, I- bland ass. Mayo thinking it's hot. It's White not, people, yeah, so down. Got to flip it around. Flip it around. We want town. spice. So we've seen like some variations. You know, it's also spicy. So Chick Fil A has done this before, but they're actually doing a seasonal spin on their OG chicken sandwich. And I'm curious if you guys would be into this. Uh, normally, we have our pictures printed out in black and white today in color because this is important. So that's what? That is that coleslaw on top of it? No, that's pimento cheese. Oh. I could dabble, but here's the issue. It'd be even better if it was spicy. It, well, it would, actually. A little spicy something happening on no, there. No, put the spicy like- patty. So, so, they, so they have a little bit of spice in there, so it's called the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich, which combines the classic flavors with a sweet and subtle spicy kick. I just am a little leery about fast food pimento cheese, and I don't know why. Maybe because it's just so out of the ordinary. It looks great on that picture, but I know it's not what's going to come like in the bag. But, I mean, it looks great in the photo. <laughs> it ain't going to look like that coming out of that little weird, uh, whatever it is, tin The tin foil is going to be all melted, yeah. which actually might make it better. But, yeah, yeah no, it looks good. Ish. Uh, Chick-fil-A also going to release a new seasonal caramel crumble milkshake to accompany the new sandwich. I love love their milkshakes, man. They do have some bummed up peach one. I don't ever get a milkshake when I'm at Chick-fil-A. Nah. What? Mahoney. I don't. I'm I'm an in-and-out shake guy. Strawberry in-and-out shake is is my go-to. Is that the only only shake that you regularly consume? Yeah. Let me tell you what you need to do is not get that because I had a strawberry shake from in and out the other day and it was so bad I had two sips. Let me put you on that peach or what was this new one that's going to be coming to Chick-fil-A? Uh, this is the caramel crumble milk. Caramel crumble. I mean, they are so good, Mahoney. Yeah, my I will crum- not steer okay. you. My wife is a milkshake queen. Is she? One of the reasons we got married. Does she bring she all, you- and she brings all the kids to the yard. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Were you about to make that same joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, but I stopped and let Mahoney have it. <laughs> there's, there's, all, there's only one milkshake joke out there. Mahoney beats you to the mm-hmm. punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, again, I, I don't know if Chick Fil A's done a lot of this seasonal stuff in the past, but this actually sounds pretty good. So we'll check, check it. Out. Yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 